1: I tried, but the one that I tried to listen to was too quiet, and I was cooking. Hey everybody, welcome to Real Life Sci-Fi with Wade and Willie. I'm Wade. I'm Willie. This is the podcast where we talk about conspiracy theories and ghosts and aliens and my cat is playing with a plastic bag. <laughs> um, today our guest uh, is, well, I don't know, I mean you might know him from Harmontown because you are a regular Harmontown guy yeah. who like gets on every once Oh, you're that guy? Yo. Okay. That's right, Dave Klein in the house. That's Dave right. Klein, professional <laughs> yoga, instructor, uh, yeah. yoga instructor to the stars. Well, Dan Harmon, if he counts. Right?
2: Well, that's right. That's right. Doing a lot of great work with Dan Harmon now every other day at 8 a.m. on Instagram live at Dan Harmon, which is a, it's become quite a beautiful sight and spectacle to behold. I can't even find really the words to describe it. The things <laughs> in the comments are beautiful. The people have been wildly supportive. Dan has been a, a wild, passionate maniac for his fitness this year. And it's uh-huh. been like, imagine the intensity of genius. And, all right, whatever. I'm a big fan <laughs> yeah. of Dan Harvest, so whatever. Imagine the intensity of genius <laughs> it takes to make Rick and Morty. Swear to God, he's pouring it into fitness. This guy, he, like, does his shoulder presses. I call him, like, the Vitruvian man shoulder presses. He's, uh-huh. like, doing the outline of Leonardo da Vinci, right. doing work, connecting to the ether. Fucking the <laughs> look on this guy's face is... A, a phenomenally motivating force. And uh, a beautiful I think that's, thing. I'm think, serious. It's I like think, a really cool thing. So anyway, th- I'm th- proud of it at least and, think, and Dan should be too.
1: I think that look is just called strain. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, we might get into it in this episode. I think that it it's a I think yoga and like working out, lifting, anything you do to put yourself in like these physical zones, different things happening you, mentally, you know, physically.
1: Okay. Well, I don't know the topic, but whatever. before we get into it, we're going to take your temperature and do the wow scale.
2: Yeah, yeah, let's do it.
1: Wow scale stands for weight or willy. If you're a 0, you're more of a weight. If you're a 10, you're more of a willy. All right. Um, I can already I already know you're going to be toward willy. Um, <laughs>
2: I'll, you know, I you take that as a compliment. Well, yeah, all right. <laughs> I take that as an insult. <laughs>
1: Uh, All right. Do you believe? Oh, this is a three-part question. I always lead with. All right. Do you believe in aliens? If so, do you believe they visited Earth? If so, do you believe that they have visited Earth in the last three hundred years?
2: Do we count as aliens?
1: No. Okay. Well, that's the other thing. We should define aliens, and by that, I just mean like the movie depiction of like extraterrestrials.
0: Yeah. If you think that we were seeded here by aliens, then then we don't count. As
1: as aliens,
2: basically just spacemen. Right, right, right. I I would have to just go just make a long story short. Yeah,
1: yeah, on all of it. I
2: think I think I just can't close my mind to it. But I think that like be I have to go beyond being agnostic. Mm -hmm. I think there were developments in humankind and in human consciousness that we either like ran into some like plant higher consciousness or some sort of like other thing. I don't know. These are where it, my mind just has to tend to go. And in the scales of gun to my head, I have to go yes or no. My scales tip towards there was something else out there. I mean, that can get into a cosmic force or, like, whatever. What was it that gave yeah. this consciousness and stuff? But I, I think there was in the Big Bang Theory of, like, humans being on Earth. I think there was probably something else. Okay, on.
1: let's zero in on it then. Yeah. Do you believe... Um, in like the roswell stuff that like alien like an alien ship crash landed
2: i think it's extremely extremely likely
1: okay and then do you also believe that like mushrooms are actually from outer space and that's why they have like psychopathic or uh, what's it called Uh, uh hallucinogenic properties
2: I mean, there's like pr- there's proof that it like predates like pretty much everything else on Earth. So like, if if like the suggestion is that like life germinated from like a comet or something that mm. came to Earth and it didn't just spontaneously like occur, yeah, then I mean, it kind of has to be that it like came it it either came from a, a comet or like some other like situation. Yeah, and
0: I love that, and I love Terence McKenna talking about that. It, but uh, it's weird how even that statement can turn people off. It weirds me out because it's like, you know, it, yeah. To to think about just the things that have tried, you know, when you look at um, things that have landed on Earth from other planets, like they can tell which planet some of these things are from, and I'm like, we could be every planet could be spreading everything to every other planet on this in this solar system.
2: Let me let me even like clarify the Roswell thing. I totally agree with you in terms of like things hitting. I, th- I I I say all this with like the utmost respect that I don't think the government's just really like a like bunch of like f around screw ups all the time. I say it with like the most the utmost respect that I think that like every once in a while probably something really crazy goes on, and I would say that these guys that are in <laughs> that are like running the show, they're not just bad guys. They're pros and they're great. And I think that like this is where it gets like really murky. And I think it goes into, like, you have to find, like, tip the skills. It's never going to be, for sure, yes, I agree. Or, like, no way. I think you have to go to, like, agnostic and then see which way does it, like, right. balance. Mm-hmm. And I think my, like, similar to what, like, Willie was saying is, like, it's scary that people, like, can't even imagine that mushrooms, like, had, like, a cosmic, like, an interstellar, like, origin or whatever. The idea that that idea is offensive to people or, like, difficult to people is troubling to me. In the same way that I'm saying, like, even getting to the space of agnosticism on a bunch of these issues is a wild thought experiment that's, like, useful. Yeah, yeah. So, to me, like, even when you're going down these conspiratorial rabbit holes or, like, whatever you want to call, like, wh- like anything that, like, we're doing or, like, looking into, like, anything that's the beyond real-life sci-fi fucking topics here, I think it's really what's the utility of going down this rabbit hole, A? What's the utility of the facts you find within the rabbit hole and then how do you bring it back because this is a real fundamental thing for me if you can't bring the goods back from that experience or like whatever it is going down the rabbit hole or it doesn't bring something back to your like s- small community self it's kind of fucking worthless to me yeah for real and so that's a bias i have i have like a hard bias against that and we'll get into that in like
0: yeah yeah and that, that that's that's a scary steps. thing too when people right. will go down some rabbit holes and It doesn't do anything for anyone, and then it just becomes, like, a belief system that is actually hurting them.
2: Exerting radical subjectivism is not a good, seriously. Exercising your mind and, like, looking at how things might be is a useful thing in a democracy and a free-thinking, critical-thinking, like, society and individual. And I think it, like, it keeps you in a state of, like, awe and wonder to the power of mankind, the universe, nature, and just crazy things that can go on that are either man-made or not.
1: Well, I already have my answer. Should we, <laughs> should we keep on? <laughs> no, yeah, we can through. Well, let's the, yeah, do we'll this. We'll Where are you from?
2: Uh, I'm born in Manhattan and then raised in Jersey from three years old on. My parents were opera singers. And, what? Um, they have in opera in Jersey. Oh well, my they, no, they were singing opera in like Manhattan and had like careers going on. Oh, uh, I forget
0: how close all the East Coast is. It's and
2: then really you bizarre. came along,
1: and they're like, "Fuck, we gotta go to Jersey. We can't afford this anymore."
2: Uh, well, uh, exactly. They they got like exactly. They moved and like bought an apartment, and were like did a really good job real estate wise. Mom was like a real shark, and essentially just ended up moving further and further out. Got a small uh, small house in Paramus, New Jersey, which was where I ended up growing up. The uh, the mall capital of the united states per capita and square foot it's the most mall square footage in any town wow
1: congratulations
2: yeah, dude yeah thank you
0: thank we you. had the most uh cops per per people
1: right uh is that true I yeah <laughs> i knew that Loveland, at one Colorado. time we had the most micro breweries wow yeah well we're from fort collins which is a college town and it's like where new belgium is from and like a yeah. lot of a lot of uh breweries yeah um so I'm assuming you, were you raised religious at all?
2: I was actually. And so, and like an every Sunday type of church.
1: Uh, what kind?
2: Uh, grew up in a Lutheran church. Okay. Um, but it was because they had a good music program I, and my parents liked to sing. Large, so they were like in the large, choir
1: there and stuff?
2: Uh, they, they would ask them to be soloists. like my. Par- oh, wow. It was like, they were kind of like wild ringers. It'd be like, you would be hearing like, you know, the former, like, coloratura of New York City opera, just, like, ripping it on a holy night on Christmas <laughs> Eve. Well, let me ask you, would <laughs> like, they, they s- would
1: they sing in that weird opera way, or would they just sing, like, normally? You know, uh,
2: that's a good question, and it was, like, somewhere in between. And okay. I, I say, it's it's crazy. I mean, I did grow up different than most people do. I grew up in the presence of two really powerful voices. Yeah. Like, literally, not just, like, right. influences. Yeah, I remember, like, phenomenologically, the power of, like, my dad's voice is, like, a fucking, is a very... Impressive human thing. Uh-huh. It's a he was a basso buffo, which is like essentially as low as the voice can go, and just like wow. instead of being the evil wizard in the play, he was like the foolish clown or like king that would uh, everyone was like kind of you're a like, mean one, you know, like exactly <laughs> like he he was and he was the man. He was did great you at sing it. at all? Uh, you know, very briefly. Very long story short, I dropped out of Columbia in a law career. And went to Italy and did an opera festival. What? And it changed my life, and I went down, like, the the art path. And then so long I, I translated my way. I worked for a couple of years at the law firm then and saved up some money, did NYU night schools, and then transferred to an art school that gave me a scholarship in Jersey. Can you check your button? Uh-oh.
0: Yeah, I'm on. Okay, good, good. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. There it is. Okay. It actually was off for a sec. Damn it. And, yeah, it –
2: uh-oh. oh. No,
0: no, no. It's good. I'm We're getting going. you on this also.
2: Oh, okay, we could go back if you want to.
0: No, I, I mean, I got it all. I could hear it well, but then okay. after a while, I was like, oh, wait, it's not. Because this one's aimed right at you.
2: Okay. But this one's not working?
0: It's just the button's going off.
2: Is it?
0: I'd say, I'd say try to sit with your thumb on the button, maybe. That's what I'm doing. Is it
2: catching it now? Yeah, it's great. I don't know all right, beautiful. Touch the button. All right, I'll touch the button. <laughs> we could start over. No, no, no. Seriously, we could start over. No, I, I
0: could hear it all very clear, though. You sure? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm, like, listening, and then I was like, wait, I don't see the levels.
3: Right, right.
0: Okay. Because I, I could see you on one and two really well.
1: Cool. Okay, so you were raised uh, Lutheran.
2: Well, long, it goes way further back than that. That old Georg Klein was a Mennonite minister that came to America in 1635. Okay. <laughs> so the Kleins have been in america okay <laughs> for a very 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 long time so
1: you have a lineage of like stout religious people
2: correct and then on my mom's side it was like a similar thing but through like the charismatic thing and they were out on the west coast they were in like college. like my grandfather was born in denver and then grew up in like oakland and like the california area and they were like charismatic ministers now do you <laughs> still
1: believe in like do you still have faith in in those teachings
2: I mean, I think they are extraordinarily useful for some things, and I think they pointed me, I was like, long story short, I think it was a good preparation for being open to things beyond just what you see in front of you.
1: That's that's like, I mean, that's a completely different take on it than we've ever heard before. Hmm. Because most people grow up religious and then they shun it and then they are mad at it because it was teaching that it was saying like this is the way it is and so then they weren't open to like other ways of thinking and it right. gets
0: wrapped up into the well Santa wasn't real God isn't real just just lies
2: lies to control. I mean, I uh, I I have empathy for that, but I don't think that's a very sophisticated viewpoint for real. And oh, I think I that think, that's like yeah. a harmful, that's a harmful thing. And I, because I think to shut out the wisdom of any experience, like even if it's like a negative one there, I think, well, man, know. this is getting really sticky because people have really wildly different experiences like in the church. So I grew up where it was right. just like a very positive, it was a very positive thing on Sunday. You sang. Yeah. It was a good thing. We did like community service. And, uh, I think it was also that I, I just have to speak to my personal experience of you could feel a certain warmth in, in the, in the zone every once in a yeah, while. I, yeah.
0: I felt that way too, in my church and like I was in, I was in choir, right. in, the ch- in the church choir. But, uh, I, you know, it's funny cause I, I, I hear all this and I agree with you. I'm glad you had a good experience cause I had a good experience too. I think it pointed my, my soul in the right direction to wanting to be nice but right. it was weird that religions, was, well, all of the all the churches that I went to growing up, we never talked about other religions. It was just like well, that, that. That's that's what that's always a hugely always bothered critical me. thing. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, I was really lucky. I've I've taken like a lot of courses in comparative religion and anthropology and like psychology that very much expanded like my horizons past that. But like anyway,
1: I want to ask you something that I don't want you to be insulted by. Sure. Are you smart or rich? <laughs> uh,
2: I always i uh I did very well in school,
1: and I no, you know what? Fuck it, I'm smart. Okay, yeah, because you know what I'm saying, right? Like people, no, 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 man, man, man. That's a, there's
2: no there's no good answer. The two things you gave me there were, were rough <laughs> ones, and I didn't want to sound like a weasel <laughs> trying to dodge it. Look, I really I think that I I know that there's a lot of horsepower up there. And I think that there's a lot of people with a lot of horsepower. Yeah. And so I don't think that makes anybody special. Right. But I think that, like, for sure, I've spent more time thinking about... Oh, man.
1: Well, Wait, but we No, no, no. No, no, it, no, this no, no, no. No, but so tricky. Well, let me just... Then, if it's tricky, let me just kind of say, because you went to law school. No, I was. I was an undergraduate at columbia
2: oh okay where they had a deal where you could take some like law like pre-law kind of stuff exactly right right so that was like the track and like life i was on
1: all right so i just you know i these rich uh manhattan kids all these worthless rich manhattan kids Well, for whatever it was it's (laughs) worth i was
2: i was from jersey and among the reasons i like ended up in manhattan was because i was like a, a serious swimmer and so, like, I came from with, like, athletic and, like, academic background. And, like, on the topic of today, and out-of-body, one of them was swimming. Okay. So, like, I had a really fortunate growing up time. And so even, like, the church thing wasn't all a bed of roses. But what they allowed me and that church was good for was they allowed me to ask questions and be a little bit of a problem. They, ha- they gave me some wide berth. Wow, that's cool. Well, My- and so that <laughs> was actually, for me, it was actually a critical thinking thing. That like I would just ask like the question I was like look here's the question everybody's wondering right here nobody buys it I would say and I would say I would say nice. difficult things like that <laughs> Dude, I love look, that nobody buys it mm. and they would be forced to kind of get to like well this is what it really means and then right. get to like kind of the the heart of the homily or well whatever.
1: that I mean that's good that they were. not disciplinary with people like you. Well, yeah, and that's how it should be. Right, of course.
0: If you want to have a successful church, let people ask questions.
1: Well, the kids especially. You need people. Anyway, anyway, I don't know. know, So getting back to that government thing you were saying, this kind of ties into the last question that we usually ask, but then I'm going to ask one more because I always have to. Right. Um, Because you said that you think that the government – the government or the people in power, are they the same people? Uh, good question, and I think no. <laughs> but so you think there's like a puppet master above?
2: I don't think that's like any. But it's calling it a puppet master like paints it in the wrong light. There's a massive, powerful, useful infrastructure that is contemporary American society. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's very difficult to disrupt that as any one politician.
1: I would agree. Is is that, with what that you're saying? So when you're saying yeah, yeah, people yeah. in
2: power, you're talking about like elected official politicians.
1: Well, okay, because here, let me just sea- ask the question, and then you can sort of see why I'm trying to tie all this in. Sure. Because this is where we kind of see if, well, whatever. The question is, do you think, like, how much do you know about the JFK assassination? Do you, think that, do you think that the government, I think the broadest way to ask this question is, do you think that the government covered up stuff when it came to that?
2: I think for whatever reason, they had an interest in not, totally getting to the bottom of it and i think i'll just get into like what my full thing is i think like i I have a kind of hobbesian view of just like real big dog motherfucker stuff of like when the gears are grinding and like the teeth are bared and the blood is like ready to go Mm -hmm. um there's a ruthlessness to humans that is ages old and i think that jfk had riled people to that degree and several different groups right and to a certain degree it's a lesson to all white knights <laughs> but i mean my my honest to god like opinion is that like he had pissed off a lot of p- different groups yeah. that were all the like blood and teeth type yeah <laughs> and
0: yeah and 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 I you know mean, it's look, weird because people always bring up like the mob and it's like well i i i don't think that the mob did it but i think they could have helped i think people could have teamed up
2: I'm saying there's a lot of blood and teeth forces out in the world
1: all right well then let me like, f- kind of follow-up question well I don't know man because nobody do you trust the government yes and this
2: is where it goes really crazy All right. see yeah now you and have it to goes explain like really yourself. weird next level and this is like where you know whatever it, it all it all comes to comma yet I actually do and this is like a radical almost like hot take position I think America actually is the city on the hill because we haven't used a nuke since World two mm. it's the fundamental thing that at the end of the day I have to come back to is like, you know what they that's the actual trigger from like this entire age of peace, and they've never done it
1: right, but there are there's better ways to do it I mean it's just like that but, is such a But visual... do you think that we've threatened it? Behind closed doors,
0: oh, the, I mean, look, I think look, that look, that's look, worse. Look, look. Well, it's we
2: right. won the world war, and if you think that we didn't create a situation where we were going to run that the rest of the time, so that, so that there would never be another world war, right. it is not just some prideful American thing. This is also done so that we do not descend into hell again. <laughs> I, like I'm very concerned about us being like a full generation out of like having seen a world war. Yeah. Yo, American hegemony. Yo, word. See World War Two, bro. <laughs> Yo, let's add <laughs> let's add nukes and germs and fucking cyber war and like and whatever godforsaken drones exist. Yeah. To that. Yeah. But Yo, okay, but mm, look, I'm, it's like th- this is the the worst case scenario, except for every other scenario. <laughs> right. But anyway, this is. Uh, it, to me, again, it gets into like the the element of like, what's the utility of even going down that rabbit hole? What's the utility there? You know, or what's what's the real question there?
1: Well, I think the real question is like, I don't know. I mean,
2: uh, I think they're benevolent warlord masters, bro. And I think there's worse <laughs> things to be under. I think they give a lot of space for science and hippies, relatively to the, yeah. the scale of human history, right. They give a lot of freedom for this experiment called America. But uh, here's a question: Do you think? I don't think they they ever claimed it was. They claimed it was America, (laughs) not Utopia.
0: Do you think the military-industrial complex is stronger than our? uh, I don't know. Well, that's that's a whole other topic.
1: Okay. Last question. All right. Do you believe in Bigfoot?
2: uh and this is going to be a real disappointing one i don't cuz i've never seen them but i have a v- wide open view to like the cryptozoological community and just like we have no idea like what animals exist i have so i'm totally open to bigfoot existing but i've never seen them or seen conclusive footage of it and i think f- that's suspicious with just the amount of people and how much is at stake both money fame Street cred, Bigfoot st- community, street cred. Mm. If yeah. You, if you got big, like some. Anyway, I, 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 I will say
0: this though. Like, Here is the thing. I always, I always defend. Like, I always defend it because I am like, I feel like. There's so much footage out there that people haven't seen, but I also think that most of it's fake. But I mean, but I mean, uh, I think that some of the best footage are those ones like the watching the eagle with the weird thing in the background. Not to why say that that's think, just wait, wait, straight why up. Why do a, you
2: think? Why do you think that we haven't seen the footage? I'm sorry that I laughed because I'm going to get laughed oh, at a hundred oh, oh. times in this thing. and Feel free. Oh. Why do you think we wouldn't have seen the footage? There's millions of dollars on the line for those people.
0: Uh, uh, let's just say that. And this is why I believe in the possibility more than not. Okay. Let's say that there. Let's say Bigfoot was real, and 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 the idea was, basically, they were, you know, cryptozoology, just some other race of something that's out there that was just lost with time that right. survived. If there was something out there, and this thing was, let's say they they couldn't ever capture them, and they were snatching up your kids. Uh. Uh, I'd, I think that there'd be a stronger force to hide it than to try to prove it. Look, I,
2: that's, I, all. That's, that's all. That's all. That's an interesting, and that's where it flips next level in terms of, like, my personal favorite, like, theory or thing I've heard, like, put forward is that he's sort of, like, he's some sort of interdimensional traveling ape dude. And like for whatever reason, maybe he just likes to chill out in like the forests of like Seattle. There's a theory that the Grays yeah, dude. Like if you're doing like a bunch of astral traveling and like who knows how intense that like wormhole is. Right. Maybe you just want to go for like a nice chill walk in the Pacific Northwest, man. (laughs) Just get your fingers through the grass and get that nice air in and then Back to the astral traveling, right? Saving exactly. the universe. But I think ninety nine percent. charming story. I think ninety
0: nine percent of the Bigfoot footage is, is 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 bullshit. As as you know, meaning not 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 to say that somebody faked it, right? Not to say that everyone's faking everything, right? But
1: well, they are.
0: Well, no, no, no. I mean, because cause let's say let's say let's say fifty percent of them are just bears that were walking up. Yeah. I mean, people are fool. I mean, so, some of the some of the weird Bigfoot footage. Well, whatever. I don't know. I mean,
2: here's I, my thing: the Bigfoot people have not swayed me to join their army. Oh, oh, me, you know me neither. I mean? Me it's neither. Like, I, I don't want to die planting my flag on Bigfoot. We have bigger fish to fry. When you than look Bigfoot, at that, you know what I mean.
0: Most of those footprints that they take molds of <laughs> are so like to Are like I could draw them, and I can't draw feet.
2: Right.
3: <laughs>
0: I'm a it's, terrible jar. No, yeah. Anyway, anyways, I don't know. Yeah. I like I said. I just I feel like that there would be a, f- and there are stories of of uh, uh, men in black dealing with Bigfoot situations. So that's right. why. The, the, but but you know every any anything to make your story better is gonna be out there too.
1: Right. Well, the thing about I mean the thing about the Bigfoot community is. <laughs> It's <laughs> love, Bigfoot. It's a God, akin, it but it's it's akin to being like the head honcho of your local book club. Like the people outside of it don't give a shit, but like those ten okay. people who like admire your uh, your thoughts on War and Peace or whatever, like that's endorphins that you're getting like one on yeah. one on one on one not from Facebook. So like I don't know I because you said I don't know you said something that that keyed me into this, which is like. The Bigfoot community, like, they are a certain... They're not, like, these alien people who are, like, going online. It's not a huge, huge community, you know what I mean? It's more of a face-to-face community also.
2: And they're, they're like, wilderness camping thrill-seekers. Like, to me, it's like they're putting themselves on their own hero's quest. Right. You know, and, like, I'm for that. I'm for that. And, like, I'm for, like, whatever story you need to tell you yourself to get you and like three or four other humans together and like really going for something sure if you're all doing it for the right reasons which is like if you're (laughs) you're all pals and this is like some fun quest into the unknown but to me it actually does if you went out with your friends to like make a fake movie to get one over on people that gets a little murky, but then it's like, yo, you're making short films with your friends, yeah. well, but it's
1: also it goes back to the church thing. It's like, yeah, you respond to the community aspect of it, like here's right. a place where I can go, right. and, like we can hang out and be friends, well, like also boom. praise Jesus and stuff, but like for let's just like hang out.
2: well, let me hit that for a second because I think this was an interesting thing in my church, sometimes the like it would be like yo, the spirits here, you could feel it it's like yo, it's feeling like spicy in here. <laughs> Other times it was like dead as a door nail. Yeah. It wasn't there. It trained me phenomenologically. You could literally feel it in your body almost vibrationally. You're just like, no, something did was th- like Did there. anybody
0: speak tongues in your church?
2: No. Okay, okay. Let me let just, me just wrap the point up. I found that same feeling other places. Mm-hmm. For real. Yeah huge sporting events with like massive amounts of humans and stadiums all rooting for the jets not saying you know anything religious but like wayne kribet touchdown in the back of the end zone yo let's go i mean that's hallelujah people are literally also saying hallelujah
0: i feel like you have a whole you have a bunch of people in the same space No matter what your belief is, you're asking the universe for the same thing. So you're vibrationally in tune with each other, and that vibration rings hard. That's why it pisses me
1: off when nerds online are like, oh, sports, like, yeah, let's get together and root for a bunch of stranger millionaires. It's like, no, it's not about that. It's about the camaraderie of seeing another guy in a bear shirt and being like, oh, cool, like, we have something in
0: common. And don't blame the athletes for making the money, because the owners make so much more money that you...
1: Well, but that's also helping their point which is like oh it's just fucking money like it's not it's 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 a it's a it's 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 a fandom
2: look i have always had a much different approach to sports than even hardcore sports fans i'm definitely a self-identified hardcore sports fan like listens to sports radio and stuff like that but i've always taken like kind of like i don't know maybe it was that it it jumped the shark of being a passionate fan and went into like the almost cult like religious thing Uh. of like there's a sort of like Talmudic study to it with like the games. And then it, it kind of like arches into like the narrativization of like being the fan and being with this sports thing. Mm-hmm. I always looked at it dramaturgically of like you don't know if you're going into a tragedy or a comedy. Yeah. It's like this like arching, swelling, like improvisational like drama like unfolding in front
0: of you. Totally. I, I I mean, I, I believe that I can influence anything that I'm watching.
2: <laughs> well, I mean Again, this gets into what is the utility of the thing you're doing. I think that's a beautiful experience. Rooting hard at the Super Bowl or rooting for your team is a religious experience. You are pouring out intention, will, and love. And I really do believe this, that if you're pouring out love from your heart, it kind of doesn't matter. What altar it's at? Well, no, that gets tricky. No, no, no. no. As long as you're pouring out the real good, like whatever gets, whatever your love doesn't hurt other people. No, no, no. (laughs) Whatever triggers the outpouring of like that, it's like a, a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing. And I think people find it in drama, in comedy, in sports, in art, and yeah, in cinema.
1: I mean, that's why anybody does anything. And so, for people who love art to talk down about people who love football, it's just like, don't you get it? like you're not you're not seeing it. Yeah, I, yeah.
2: I, I grew up like watching these guys as like secular warrior monks. like we't We don't have monks in our society that we respect, really. I mean, unless you like even in like Catholic high schools, the brothers were very often the butts of the jokes, and they were like not the aspirational like forces. Like the rap videos were like not like aspirational to be a mystic. Or, like, whatever that was. We didn't have those things. Some of the closest things we get to it are people that are just like dedicated to kind of like this weird craft that I saw as like athletics. And that, like, it was interesting that so many guys self identified. There's a lot of religious dudes doing the athletics. I don't, anyway.
1: No, but that's like because it's like an all American sort of thing. Like, religion and, and, and like being that, like, that 50s, like, sort of like blonde fit dude, you know, that's all, yeah. it, it all goes hand in hand.
2: We're, or are they attaching to the astral and going next level and reaching points no, of no, physical existence no, that no, none of us have no, ever like, done? No, and you have to no. bend the knee to a force greater than yourself to no, submit no, to workouts no. and exercises no. every day for years no. to even possibly understand mm, the levels of excellence and I physical perfection so. these guys have pursued? No. No, you're right.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're a nine. All right,
2: all right. Fair enough. Only I think my Sasquatch thing pulled thing.
1: me down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. All, right. yeah. all right, cool. Um, <laughs> do we? Uh, let's see. How long have we been going? I don't know when we started. So, uh,
0: we've been going about thirty minutes.
1: Oh, is that all? Okay, let's just get into the topic then.
0: Um, today we're we're talking about out of body experiences. Um, we and we've loosely talked about this before, but not really. We had we had one episode a long time ago, but we were really talking about the soul. Which I th- I don't think you can talk about an out of body experience without talking about the soul because what are we without the body? Um, but well,
1: okay, just uh, not to cut you off, but let's define it. Like, are we talking about out of body experiences, or are we talking about astral projection, or are those the well, same thing? I, I,
0: well, it, astral projection is when you're trying to do it. When you're when you're right. when you're doing when you're choosing to do it yeah a lot of people have had out-of-body experiences on accident whether it be because they were close to death and then near-death experience or just random experiences you mm. know because I, I had one when i was a kid and i i
1: always thought it was weird bec- well basically oh fuck i'm sorry oh, what can we jump back yeah yeah because i just uh, this is interesting to me you're still a nine regardless of your answer yeah yeah but do you have any ghost stories
2: I don't. I have one from, like, my mother has one that she swears is, like, true. But I don't have one myself. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, sorry. I was going to add. But, like, I, you know, I could add to everything, and the show could be three hours long.
2: And (laughs) has been. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess there's – let me throw one thing out there first. I think we are, like, wet, you know, machine computers. And to even talk about consciousness, like – with any, like, you know, even to ground it, I don't think we can even talk about it without, like, we understand that we need our brain to even deal with consciousness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This and this is a difficult shark jumping thing where we almost have to, like, set that aside to, like, talk about this stuff, which is that, like, essentially, you have to imagine yourself, I think, as, like, the wet brain computer, and that there's something else literally inside.
0: Yeah, uh and I, and I I love that you say that because uh I I I have always that's how I that's how I feel that we are right. machines. And I don't know why we separate our existence from machines to well, say Well, because that.
1: we created machines. Yeah, yeah. But 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 we
0: run on electrical impulses and 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 I don't I don't know. It
2: it it's just well, you know, I think it's because machine degrades or, like, in for whatever reason, it has a negative connotation and degrades humanity. Don't call machines machines. Call them creations. Just the same way we are. We're creations, right? <laughs> we create another human being. Even if you have a kid, that doesn't even mean you have to believe in God. You create a kid. That's a, that's a little creation right there. Yeah. So, like, robots are also creations. And that gets around, like, the prime mover, like, situation of, like, that's a creation. A speaker is a creation. Like, that's a creation. But, like, for whatever reason, we're experiencing a consciousness that we're not aware of, at least, the rock having. Well, let me ask you you this. Other traditions do. Do you you think
0: that other animals have, well, I mean, okay, do you believe in the soul?
1: Yeah. Do you, Wade? Oh, man. uh, I'm tugging on my collar. (laughs) well
0: i mean i mean my question is this do you believe that other animals have souls do you think that there's a that there's a hierarchy of intelligence that provide that then gets a soul because because I, i i my thing is what religion added to my uh experience is that well some of these this is somebody trying to explain something and maybe maybe they could even see it from a different angle maybe they had different something back then they they weren't like just stupider versions of us that's that's for sure but not to say that everybody was right from everything back then but when you try to describe a, you know the word god we've glorified the word god more than they ever did and and when you try to describe a, a god being uh, omniscient um, omnipotent all-powerful all-knowing all everything i i always took that as well 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 i think most people can't interpret what that means because they're just not intelligent enough because they're not thinking about what it actually is and i always thought that a god was the energy source and and energy is the god but and you the creator
1: people, you can't call people not intelligent because they don't Dictate to your definition of
0: what oh, oh God. Is. I, I agree with I agree with that statement, but I'm saying that w- what I mean is that people aren't trying to learn about it properly. When I, I say I say unintelligent because they well, get but, they, okay, they get fed this, things and then they don't search for more beyond. But
1: that. this is a common theme with our show where you ex- you like project your your beliefs yeah. on everybody. And but not I'm, I'm not shares, trying. I'm not trying
0: to do that, even though I do that. I know. But not that
1: everybody shares your motivation to to find out what is going on. I don't care. Like whatever's going on is fine with me. That's why I'm not seeking more answers.
0: Okay. Okay. So so you saying that makes me go, gosh, I I agree with what you're saying, and I'm I'm so I sound so harsh about it, even though I'm not. You know, I'm not trying to judge anybody not looking for the answers. I'm just saying most people
1: aren't. Meaning meaning find what you love and do that i guess i guess the reason i sort of push back against that is because people are looking for things that they have self-defined also yeah yeah and just because they're not looking for the same things you are doesn't mean that they're not trying
0: oh yeah and and my thing is i i feel like my anytime i talk to any Buddy, about anything on this level is like I'm trying to find out what your
1: experience is because hearing your experience helps me but I also want to jump back because you're you're saying you're like tying a soul to like a belief in God and even if even if that's not like a literal correlation like I think if you believe in a soul you have to believe that a cat has a soul like how could you not because it's there it's right there looking at us having thoughts Doing the same yeah. stuff we're doing, it's just not as smart as us. So why wouldn't it have a soul?
0: Yeah, it's it's the, it's the, the basic question of do it, your pets go to heaven too, <laughs> which is lame. <laughs> well, there is no heaven. Uh, yeah, I do laugh at. I do laugh at. Sorry, I'm getting the beer burps. Heaven and hell, you know, the, the, like heaven and hell should not be in. It's a totally different conversation.
2: Well, let me let me throw this out there because to me, like, I, I didn't chime in because I don't know that you even need to totally discuss soul or define that because there's like religious and like historical connotations here. Yeah. To me, the beauty of this topic, to me, of like out of body experience, is that it's not assigning any truth, wisdom, revealed thing about it. You yeah. don't have to buy into like any
1: well, okay, know, dogma about it. Yeah. This is
2: just like let's start with what are people reporting. And it's something phenomenological, meaning it's something you're, like, feeling. It's something you feel as real as, like, holding the cat. And so this gets into, then, what is that? And so then that gets into just the most useful or the easiest, most turned handle in trying to open the door of the answer of what that is, is a soul. I think that that's a very difficult and slippery thing, specifically for the religious thing. And I don't think you need it. I think it's more closely tied to, like, consciousness – Yeah, I mean, I count experience. I
0: count consciousness as a soul. To me, it's this. To me, it's a connected connected consciousness is what a soul is was trying to be defined as.
1: Okay, that's why we should jump through the abstract of this and like get into like what you're actually talking about, because because we haven't really like.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I'll just. I mean, basically, it's it's it it falls into anything. Most most people. Okay. Will uh, tie tie whatever their beliefs are to the experience, but the experience right. itself, right. like well, okay, I was, um, I woke up, I I I had a dream that I was, in the corner of the room, looking down on myself, crying at the bed of my parents, at the foot of my parents' bed, hmm. and then uh, uh, they told me that 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 was happening, and then and then when they and told me like, that, and you interrupted in our fuck. <laughs> <stage?" laughs> When they told me that, it, 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 it really connected because I was like, oh, wow, that wasn't a dream. That was real. And, and it felt weird to have actually a camera angle in my dream where I was like in the room looking down at myself. It was I an see. angle.
2: Well, can so I? to be clear, the next morning, your parents reported to you that you were at the foot of their bed crying. And you had witnessed this. I,
1: I, t- night, I told them about my dream and they right. said, no, no, you were doing that.
2: That's what I'm saying.
3: Okay,
0: yeah, okay yeah. Same let, thing, me, different
1: let thing. me just say this not oh, to – I don't want to fight about um, – Uh, out-of-body experiences yeah but i would be remiss if i didn't bring up like the flaws of memory and that like you you very could have like remembered that and then upon remembering it like rewritten it and seen it from a different angle yeah you know i have this story in college where like these guys were being dicks in the car in front of us and we had this hot headed driver who's like one of my best friends and they were having this weird little road rage incident. I was in the car. They stopped. These guys in front of us stopped and got out. And they like wanted to fight us. So I got out. We all got out. <laughs> okay, Ready to fight these guys. We had this big, Jeez. big like, football guy in our Whoa. car who wasn't getting out. We're all like these kind of <laughs> littler dudes. And these were like, not that race is important, but they were giant black men. They're, it's, they're super scary, intimidating. Good luck. Not in a racist way, just like, holy shit, how are we going to fight these black guys who are, like, bigger well, than us? good
2: luck because you don't have your biggest guy anyway.
1: <laughs> well, he's in the car.
2: <laughs> no, he's, back, he's sitting back.
1: One guy has, like, a 40, and he's holding it like he's ready to, to pop it on somebody's head, and I'm just going, like, oh, what the fuck? What the fuck? Uh, like, please, can we not do this? Um finally the giant guy that we have gets out of the car and then they all back down, they get in their car and they leave. So for like a year, I didn't think that I was there. I, I thought that that was a story that I heard. And so when I would like recount that, I would be like, Oh yeah. Like when Brent and those guys like almost got in that fight. And then someone was like, dude, no, you were there. Like you got out of the car and everything And it like blew my mind that I remembered it that incorrectly. Wow. And now that they told me that, I've rewritten my memory and remember me being there. But that's not the actual memory. Wow.
2: Now let let me just ask one question. You still, even when you recall that story, did you recall it from a third person type of perspective as if you weren't there so you saw it? Like from your mind's eye, yeah. Then? Did your That's perspective what I'm change? I, I'm just asking, in your actual perspective of it. I you, mean, do you have visual recall? Of
1: course you do, but only because of the same way that, like, if you read a book, you have visual recall of like The Hobbit or whatever. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because you're picturing it when you're reading it, and then you remember the way that you pictured it.
2: Let me let me just say and be defiant. There's a difference. <laughs> no, no, no. You know the difference between what you you read about Valhalla in Beowulf. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and like what your local seven eleven looks like. You know what I mean? You have been there, you know what it it like literally viscerally feels.
1: Well, okay, but yeah, I but And I,
2: I here's my thing. I, I think that your story is like a wild like tale in like memory. And I think it was like obviously self protective and you like did not want to deal with that memory and like right. the reality of like death being so present. Right. But, like, on the level of, like, out-of-body experiences, one of the triggers frequently is near-death experience. Right. But near-death experiences are very frequently linked. And, like, you know, that I've... So the, you're thinking that I had an out-of-body like, experience during that? I think you had a, what's called a psychogenic fugue, actually, which is, like, this, like, your mind enters this, like, fugue state when, like, supreme, like, wild experience is going to go down, like extreme violence. Uh-huh and it essentially scrambles the memory knowing that it's going to be a MRF effort to deal with like later on right and that's been useful what in the was development that called? of uh, a psychogenic fugue nice yeah though w- I, I got onto that uh back in 94 when i was like 9 years old uh i was like abs- I got into the O J Simpson trial and like one of the things that came up was like a psychogenic fugue i was like what the hell is that How could And it was, like, essentially someone entering this dissociative state and then not being able to recall, like, what happened afterwards. And so, like, for me, in, like, this conversation, like, I do think that there is differentiation between a lot of this stuff. And, like, people have, like, including our government, have looked into using astral projection militarily. (coughs) They were going to use it as, like, essentially astral orbiters that could, you know, take pictures from, you know, above the Earth. Right there's a lot of different utilities and ways that this has been like approached. And so like to me it's more it's more just thinking about like consciousness going outside of or like an experience. An experience. Yeah. That goes outside of your like I'm looking out of my eyeballs and seeing the room around me. That is uh, that is the experience ninety percent plus of people will have and be limited to by their choice and just like generally.
1: So okay, so in your case, Willie you had an out of, out of body experience that you actually experienced and that's what it is right it's like the well, it's the person looking down on them in a hospital yeah. bed kind of thing yeah. let me
2: make one weird differentiation i think it brings a little flesh to like the meat of the bones of like what we're talking about here and like my, i i've had two personal like out of body experiences okay and both of mine were conscious, and so I'm not. It's not belittling them. It's just different, like species of well, body experience. Well, what do you mean conscious? I was awake and very much conscious, and very much remember like the entire experience, like vividly. They were some of the most extreme, like memories, like of my life. The first one was an athletic situation, and like in doing the research for like the show here, in you can induce, like you can induce states. Through meditation, through physical practices, through a near death experience, through pushing yourself physically towards essentially what equates to a near death experience, mm-hmm. which is I think what I experienced. So I had trained it was a state championship swim meet. The new this is like high Junior school? Olympics. What yeah. uh, what events did you do? Uh, I was a breaststroker. Yeah, a champion breaststroker. Hey, and, I'm a uh, champion
1: breaststroker that's too. That's
2: right. Let's go. <laughs> sprint freestyle. Now that I have uh, sprint freestyle and uh, breaststroke, I swam D1 at Columbia. And uh, the story here is that I had been training all year. And that year, my grand grandmother, who I'd been very, very close to, a Parisian French woman of extraordinary spirit and joie de vivre. God damn it! the way you talk about absence, man. a true absence, like <laughs> in the hearts and like minds of like everybody that knew her had died, and I had like kind of dedicated my training to her, and I had definitely pushed beyond my like normal limits or what I normally would have done for grandma, right? Whatever that means before the race i get myself totally hyped up and i i didn't i was not a calm swimmer i was like a rage and fury swimmer okay i would like shout and like get huffed up and like really pumped up i had swum 25 yards before everyone had even hit the water i was shouting pounding the chest getting ready behind the blocks just Uh like getting (sighs) getting ready to get really ready to go swinging my arms getting ready like a wild dog uh-huh. Big thing was on the line. The top two swimmers in the state got to represent New Jersey at the big regional and like national competitions. And that's what I'd been training for. And You're like the this bad training. guy
1: in one of those other dudes' <laughs> movies. Yo, co-
2: cobra, <gasps> cobra Kai Swim Club. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, gosh, man. I'm just... Yeah.
1: No, but uh,
2: long story short, it had been a really intense year. And it was like my first year of high school. And for whatever that was, it was just an intense year for me, you know, personally. Right. Wait, wait. And it had wait, all come wait, to this Freshman like, or sophomore? Moment, freshman year. So it was like this weird, like the whole like course and adventure and journey had like come to this one moment. And I'm a big believer with this whole conversation that set and setting is really critical to uh-huh. the understanding. Everything had come to this moment, and I had an opportunity to like push myself to like the absolute limits and then beyond. Because I was going to have to do an all-time personal best and jump five guys. I was ranked like sixth in the state. I was going to have to jump five guys to like make it. One guy got a virulent flu, couldn't make it to finals. One guy stepped on a nail in a basement, couldn't make it. And another guy just blew it off, thought he was above it.
1: That one guy should have not been trying to rob Macaulay Culkin.
2: Exactly. So I really only had to then jump two guys right. to like, get my spot. I'm pumped, realize everything, like, everything is right before me. This was my everything. And that's why I'm saying, like, the Sasquatch endeavor, if it's your everything and you're doing it like purity of heart is to will one thing, it's like a Kierkegaardian thing, Mm -hmm. and you have devoted yourself to it, you have given yourself an opportunity to touch something really excellent and rare seriously and i think this is like when you deep dive into anything Wait, okay, but like so athletics really do give you a real visceral physical opportunity so the
1: well yeah. because there's an, there's like a lot of adrenaline and endorphins going
2: literally physical like stuff going on right and so i'm ready to go i've swum this race a million times before mentally physically different. prepared oh my god I, we had well this gets into another like precursor and a set and setting and preparation type thing I had done visualizations of this race yeah i had I had swum I had literally swum probably twenty thousand
1: miles like to get up to like this like single moment. you're younger than us. did that come from Phil Jackson? No. Did you read Phil Jackson's book and go, "Oh, I should just visualize it." Eh, I didn't. I was okay. fortunate.
2: I, it actually, like I got it from the swim, like the very, very, very like good swim coach I had that year. He was only there one year. He was like a weird angel that descended. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. or, like, this, like wait, he's weird, only an angel of you won. Dude. And don't no, no, no. tell me well, if you I won have yet. a different. Uh, I have a different view of like angel. That's like the wrong word. And like I was using that metaphorically, not a literal angel. He was a very, very, very special human who was sharing like how to access some special gifts stuff
1: you run across those people a couple times in your life and yeah you always remember them teacher people get it with teachers yeah
2: with a parent you know some people are lucky enough to have a parent or a grandfather or something it was a special dude that had access to special knowledge that had a special way of relating. nice if you ever want to if
0: you ever want to practice visualization visual visual visualization visualization techniques on your own go play some darts because it works darts are amazing okay but back to swimming so
2: I'm sorry the whole story it's like not an athletic it's all to get to this point and it's that the preparation set and setting are critical That I don't think it just happens I've only had two in my whole life and they were like peak experience things that were the culmination of crazy amounts of effort and shit so anyway I'm at the blocks and I'm ready to go and I'm more amped up than I'd ever been for a race. And then you threw up into the pool.
1: <laughs> <So> I <can't. laughs> and I had to call the race off.
2: I will breeze through this. It was the most raging and intense supernova effort I had ever put forth on the planet. And I just poured forth my heart on the first 25. I had three more fucking laps to go. Uh-huh. I had thrown everything like into this race. And I like knew it. My goal and how I was going to shave off some of the time, was to like modulate my breathing so that I was literally missing and skipping my breaths while these other fucking suckers were taking breaths. Yeah. I was working on winning a title Let's idiots uh-huh. trying idiots. to get air What i didn't know is that I think on it on like the like whatever on the on the out of body experience level, I was inducing a serious physiological state. I was putting myself into like wild crisis mode like insane emergency fight or flight mode a quarter of the way through the race. I'm pumping it the same way back on the second 25. Mm. It's a 100-yard race. 25 yards four per laps. lap. 4 laps. Got it. On the way back, I'm I am almost gassed. Almost gassed, but still just like riding the on fury the and adrenaline lap. on the second lap. Okay. Hit the turn and like I go by and I see all of it's like 20 people behind my block. It was every single, and it was like it slowed down. Oh, I'm going to cheer up. It's like every single important person in my life. My swim coach, like every, like all the older dudes on the swim team, the younger bucks. Everybody was like at the wall. like, And you could only see it for like literally a tenth Whoop, of a second, maybe yeah. like .2, 2 seconds. Right. It was like it was in slow motion. Yeah. And, like, and my head went by and I saw like every face. And like felt this like crazy surge it felt like there was like a weird golden oh man felt like there was a weird golden force field around me Uh uh-huh and i was ready to go for another 25 and it was like it was like a comet re-entering the atmosphere like you see that like for and like whatever and i could like feel it like breaking around me like my body could not have done this yeah and i could feel like this like whatever it was that i had like gotten on that turn was like starting to die on the third lap, almost at the end of the third lap. And I'm like hitting the wall, and I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. For real. I'm like out of breath. I'm like at the end, and it's like, and it was something inside Simon that was like, just keep going. Just do it. And I, it's this is not a Nike ad. It was a thing that was in the, it was like, what the fuck else are you going to do? What are you going to do? Stop?
1: I oh, wish Nike's slogan it was, was "What was the fuck else are you gonna do?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just
2: do it. <laughs> and it was another thing of like, and it was, it wasn't, and I'll take care of the rest. But it was a feeling like that. Ah, uh-huh. I push off the wall, and you're in a perfect streamline. I'm like flying through the water underwater, and this was like my great strength. Is you, you get a pull out on, in breaststroke. Yeah, under the water, you pull one time, Ooh, bow, and I had bow, probably bow, bow. the best pull out in like the last 25 years in new jersey i'm not saying i was the best breaststroker but my pullout was insane i'd pick up like two body lengths on each pullout come out have a great pullout and it was as if it was like the end of a movie and like the camera zooms back Mm -hmm. into like full third person seriously
1: what okay and tone, i was like tone of i was music probably to play?
2: five i was probably five or ten y- yards up I off the water to start he tells <laughs> yeah. the story. it was like five or ten yards up off the water about five or ten yards behind me to start and it just kept going up higher and higher as so I, like, it's like a third
1: person kind of pov and i you can, play video games and i can person. still feel so i'm
2: seeing through that while also feeling my hands and it's like on a viewfinder if you're like photoshopping it it was like a 10% opacity of like the water in front of me but like 90% above and it got clearer and clearer and I could like still kind of see in front of me right? but I was just I was not breathing at this time and I was literally just pushing knowing that once I got to the end of the wall you could breathe for the rest of your life but for right now there's no breathing right now you got you got work to do here, boy. And Let's then... do that work. And I reached the wall in second place, Ugh. which qualified me though, yeah. and it was my exact wish. And it happened that the other guy—I was the fastest 15-year-old, and the other guy was the fastest 14-year-old. Can
1: I tell you that? And, that was and the won a most state title. Disappointing. <laughs> Ending to a very inspirational story oh, this is really this, no, it's, it's, well,
2: I guess it, it really does root it in reality, and I guess to the to the outside observer, to the outside observer that was very anticlimactic. To no, the insiders you know of is. New Jersey swimming, it was really you needed to get top two to be on the team on like the the zone. Team you know what that ball. is? That's... So it was like you really wanted to be one or two. No, you just
1: did uh, major okay. league. You just did the first major league where they <laughs> where yeah, all they do yeah. is they win the pennant, and then you have no idea if oh they actually god, yeah. did anything oh, after yeah. oh that. That was so brilliant. Oh my god, it <laughs> was a
0: great comparison. Let me ask you this: when um yeah, when yeah. when this when when the camera angle was happening? Yeah, and and it was zooming out, and you were and you were watching yourself yeah did you see this is what's weird to me about out-of-body experiences and then i'll ask my question um,
3: <laughs>
0: um it's weird the perspective that happens because like our eyes there's only one perspective yet yet if if there was let's just say that if there was a soul that backed out of your body that was looking around why then would we still continue to use the tools of one angle eyes and 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 I, I, i'm 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 only asking uh like did you did you
1: i get, I, I don't even know what my question is we, go on all right <laughs> well i think Let me, wait can i can i try and figure out what his question was yeah 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 are you asking if if you're having an out, out of body experience why your body keeps doing
0: oh no no i'm asking why the same perspective of what we see through our eyes is the perspective we see outside of our body when we aren't when we clearly don't have eyes outside of our body that's always been the weirdest thing to me i i I believe in the pineal gland being our third eye
2: but uh but yo the the pineal gland gets to like the very fucking heart of this matter like the pineal glands So, well, anyway, get back to. Uh, I'm sorry, you were going to try and get to the. Uh, well, I think I just missed question.
1: it. I I just don't understand what you're asking because, like, he he wasn't seeing the way that the body sees. He was seeing like a third person video game view behind him. But
0: but it's still this. It's still the same. Let's say our eyes are a camera, and you back oh, out of way. your body.
1: It's still the same camera. Well, I can answer that because that's the only perception we have. Like, what are you going to just make up? Like it's well, still I, in your I, brain. I, I right? always wonder if if
0: if then we can see 360, but we focus on one on one angle. So I I'm, I'm wondering I mean, if if your memory, if you could pull out another angle
2: out of yo, there. You want my hypothesis on this? Yeah, yeah. I think you're fucking totally right. I think that just our our eyeball awareness is not our only awareness. It is the one that it's the only one we need for survival right now. Yo, when we were. Like skulking around some planes with some like real creepy animals or whatever. We haven't been in that situation in like millennia. I think that like the experience of like the near death experience and then you can see 360. I don't know. When you're getting snuck up on by 17 hyenas or whatever, maybe that like little spider sense some people have. And I'm not even saying everybody has it, not to be exclusionary. Yeah. But like some animals are the ones that hear the. Maybe, so the, maybe the, lion the coming first or whatever. the vision is in, is
0: interpreted as uh, uh, feeling it.
2: Look, I, I need to refocus. I'm getting a little yeah, bit yeah, lost yeah, on this. No, 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 totally, totally. No,
1: no. I think this is like a great time to take a break, and then when we get back, we'll like kind of jump into if the pineal gland is like on par with because we've talked about the pineal gland a lot, and I don't want to like force that into this conversation. No, no, unless no. it's like something that is actually going to fit. So when we come back, we'll either be talking about that or not. And we're, you have
0: a second uh, story also. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: we got to hear that. So we'll hear that. We're we're going to be back on Real Life Sci-Fi with, uh, I mean, you're a great guest, dude, our oh. friend Dave Klein.
2: Oh, I, I, I'm honored. New friends, thank you. <laughs>
1: I tried but the one that I tried to listen to was too quiet and I uh, was cooking. <laughs> hey, welcome back to Real Life Sci-Fi. We're talking to our brand new friend, Dave Klein. Yo, yo. Yep. Thanks that's for what? being here, man. Yo, of course, honor. You're you I don't know. You you've got a charisma about you and it feels like you should be trying to be an actor or something, <laughs> but that's uh, it's like too shallow for you yeah
0: well that's funny because you you say that and it, and it and it's because your charisma is so great that i'd love to see you on screen but that doesn't mean that that's something that you should even do you know what i mean but
2: i, I appreciate that and i take that in the as a high compliment and
1: during the break I, I, you 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 were sort of hesitant uh, you 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 were regretting like your answer to my um putting you in a corner question about are you smarter are you rich and I think that you gave the perfect answer, but if you want to clarify, go ahead. But I, but I don't think you need to, but I want to give you the opportunity to. All
2: right. I'd, char- I, I'd never honestly thought about that question, but I, I think I'd characterize it as I have a tenacious mind that if I start gnawing on a question, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to usually figure out what's going on. And that's served me really well from everything from math, to social issues, to whatever. I like starting with building block stuff, and I get the basics right. And then if you build that shit right, everything else comes easy. So that's how I'd characterize it, is that I think that I like built the right... I ask the good right first questions, if I have any gift. So I'm good at asking the right questions and being tenacious on the right answers.
1: Yeah, I think... and I have,
2: I'm curious. I'm a fucking curious guy. Well, I you know, think... If I don't know about something, it's like, interesting. Uh, if it's got the spirit, I'm like, yo, what's that? Yeah. I, go, I follow my nose. That's what I do. I followed my nose intellectually, right. creatively, artistically. The same thing that in cinema. If you like a director, find out more about that director. What genre is this? That doesn't what work anymore. I mean, dr- not anymore. <laughs> but I, I'm saying like, that applies to everything from philosophy to religion to basketball. I was a crazy basketball fan and like, grew up loving Shaquille O'Neal. I got deep into basketball. I'm a hardcore Mets fan and Jets fan. I get deep mm. into Mets and Jets lore. I was a Mets fan
0: before oh, we because we, we we our first team was the Rockies, really? you know. So oh yeah, I was a Mets a- fan before that.
2: Affiliate. Uh, I worked I, with Shaquille O'Neal. So. Really? What did you do for Shaq?
1: I I wrote uh, his upload with Shaquille O'Neal's show.
2: Oh my god, amazing! Oh my
1: god, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm 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 in the in the I presence got a, of yeah. Of, I got a Titans photo here. with me and I love him that. somewhere. Um, but but like honestly, it was a gotcha question that I didn't mean to ask. No, like dude. nobody can ever describe themselves correctly. That's a Sorry. fucking horrible, horrible thing.
2: Let's move on to the delicious topic <laughs> we got here. In front All right. of yeah. uh, I, okay, for, first
0: off, your 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 first story. Thank you for sharing. It was it was it was intense and it was great. And I I wish that I loved telling stories of my life because once <laughs> I tell it once, it's like I can't do it again. You know,
2: well, I I said to wait. I don't think I've told that story front to back. In 10 years, if ever And so I, was, I got a little choked up But it really was, I mean, that was like a peak experience thing And like a really, you know, exceptional experience And that's what, I mean, that's why I'm saying Like, I don't think that these out-of-body things happen every day I I—I I am very skeptical of people who would even want to conjure this all the time I yeah, don't like yeah. that Something about that just doesn't jive right with, like, me Or, like, I'm not sure where that's coming from That's not where I'm coming from I, I am coming from the place of, I for sure experience that consciously, and it was a formative experience and a cornerstone experience. So in that's my life. like weirdly but, interesting yeah. because
1: you don't, you're not like trying to do astral projection or anything like that. I, and I keep, I keep saying these things as if they're the same thing because I never really got but an answer. Uh, if they are. ultimately they are, but astral projects is when you, when you're doing it on purpose. Because are okay, that's what you said. Well, and that would be a, applicable, right? To what yeah. to what Dave just said, which is like. You don't wanna to try to do it because because when it actually happens it's more spiritual. Right. This goes
2: to my question of like to what end? That, to what and, end and is this knowledge? And so like in my specific experience, I I think that you can essentially get mild doses of out of body experiences with meditation. And now that's where I'm fundamentally like in. Yeah, I've been yeah. meditating hardcore well, for seven years. The I'm a same thing heavy, is that like, meditator. you
0: don't have the control
2: I am uninterested in in whatever is. Like, there's people that claim that they are talking to who knows what entities. And they are coming back from the other side saying that they met them as real as you met Shaq and shook Shaq's hand. Right. I am extremely dubious and, like, somewhat scared of these people. Yeah. That they have either had experiences far beyond their control or they are totally full of shit. Right. Which I think are both equally dangerous and then and, like, and then and, also and
0: when you look into oh i mean like not not to but uh, uh what there's some old stories of uh well, well man man i can't think right now this is dumb what is the uh in in, in i don't know if it's in the bible is it, but like old time version of biblical time version of uh an, an entity yeah whatever what do you mean? The, the like gin. The gin. You ever get into the gin?
2: Well, absolutely. Th- that's that, that's that, what I'm saying. That, is that like, like it, this gets it? And I think this. Is, here's where we could even I've frame the, the conversation. Is that, like myself.
1: <laughs> yo, you can tell. You're looking. Cool you know, gin and gin and juice. Gin like, and like, yeah, juice. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, uh, yeah. entities and drinks. Hey, listen. Juice, if you're out there and yeah. you've got a bottle of gin, you don't know what to do with it because <laughs> yeah. gin is pretty bad. Generally, generally. Yo, I got a
2: pocket full of lanterns, <laughs> and my homeboys do too. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> put it in some mountain dew it's called gin and dew and it's not bad Ooh. all right all right if you can stand the sugar here's let me throw this out there if if we can take
2: anything from a sense so i'm gonna i'm gonna codify three different types of out- of-body experiences i think there's ones that happen in dream state where you astrally project allegedly and have an experience where you are looking down and having an out-of-body experience there are ones that happen in while you're conscious, which you either induce through non-chemical means or the third, which is chemical means. And so people suggest, and those are the three branches of -of out-of-body experiences. So we can even just jump off from there or whatever, but that's, if we can acknowledge that people are having the phenomenological experience and witnessing this stuff, then we get into essentially the William James's variety of, religious experience element of this what flavor of -of out-of-body experience are we talking about how close is this to self-hypnosis my answer is what's the utility what do people actually come back with with the goods what what's actually coming back from like the other side or like whatever yeah it's critically critically like important
1: can we ask the utility of willie's when he was a child, like crying at the foot of his parents' bed, like what right. would the utility of that be? Like, why do you remember that?
2: I, I, personally,
0: I think that that was just like an accidental thing
2: that like doesn't mean anything. I agree. I think that the most of the things that happen are accidental. I would suggest that the one that I experienced, I did. I wasn't trying to induce an out of body right. experience, but it was induced by the behaviors and the specific things and the nature of my physical wet brain. Like with the computer, the wet computer's operation, I think f- may have flipped a switch where you know, you you get a different perceptory experience.
1: It could have also been that you were drowning.
2: I mean, look, here's where I think it does tie into the near death experience level. I can't it's believe you guys took that seriously. Well, no, oh, no I no, thought no, no, about no, no. that too. Because like <laughs> no, 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 I think that's actually like the most likely trigger for what happened. But it was made me I think. Triggered a near death yeah, experience, right? I was. Almost out of oxygen, I could barely right. get out of the pool. At the yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had like triggered like a really, you know, essentially in another context, <laughs> a dangerous, a life-threatening, dangerous episode. If there's not a crowd of three thousand people and twenty raging fans and officials and lane lines in the pool, and I'm in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, you're. I yeah. just met my maker. Yeah, prior. right. I just met. I just like. I. That's that's. Like I know. mean,
0: your body has a, has definitions for it to react a certain way. And, so let's and get you, right into yeah. it. It's
2: the chemical DMT. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go and like fucking jump right into so, the water so here. It's that your body releases the DMT. When chemical, you're about is, yeah, to die,
0: yeah. you get DMT. Your body releases DMT. That's why people do this drug is because it's like your brain produces DMT. Right. right. So, the so active it's safe... ingredient
2: in ayahuasca, yeah. and so the active ingredient of ayahuasca is DMT. But other people can. Sometimes get it in a laboratory form mm-hmm. that's like a crystal type of form, and you don't have to mash up the plant and rely on a shaman or whatever. Yeah, because
0: you got to mix the two plants together. You can't, yeah, whatever. Go on. Correct. So, look. What's your, what's your, before we, well, I, I don't mean to derail, well, but it's isn't like. Is there no, an no, organic
1: no. way to talk into your other out of body experience? Yeah, like... it's specifically this. I had a
2: DMT experience, you know? So, nice. you did
1: the drug or you had a near death experience? Uh,
2: no, I had like a laboratory Oh, uh, grade DMT experience,
1: and then how do you even take that?
2: Well, long—I I don't really want to like get into that. I can just like tell you like I had the experience. <laughs> like why? Uh, it's sketchy. And I'm really not sure about like the legality of that. What Seriously, do you mean? I think you're allowed to talk about like oh, the experience
1: oh,
0: of- uh, uh, because it's 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 illegal in, to a certain point where you could get in trouble for how you do it.
1: Yeah, but this is all hearsay. I mean, like we could be it, just doing we could just be doing uh uh, uh 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 fictions we could just be telling stories right now
2: right right so fictionally among the most effective ways to utilize something that high grade if you didn't want to use like waste it would be to uh you know ingest ingest it through your lungs is what they say smoke it that's what they say that's what they say
1: like actually burn it and smoke it like a cigarette that's what they say okay.
2: Other people say that just taking it uh, orally is another option there, uh-huh,
1: okay. Let me just
2: frame this in the fact that at the time I was deep into Christian mysticism and had read a whole bunch of stuff on like the psychedelic like roots of Christianity and transcendence and things like that. okay, That's just like the framework with within which I was like, all right, I want to get to the bottom of some of this stuff too, yeah, and
1: so i uh That's a weird... I didn't know that those on the Venn diagram, those must very rarely sort of intersect. It's really...
2: I mean, like, the Christian element, it keeps coming through, and it's interesting. It's almost like a therapy session. It's like a theme that keeps emerging. But, like, I feel very much as rooted in, like, Heideggerian existentialism and shit like that as I do, like, the, like, soulful nature of, like, Christianity and, like, what I've been learning in yoga over the last, like, year and a half, two years that are, like, extremely they synthesize like if anything my mind is interested in synthesizing things i'm interested in taking the best from like all the different things i see and encounter yeah and finding the ways where they work in concert with each other not in fucking discord i want
1: that too only i'm super lazy
2: well that's a fucking bummer side question what uh,
1: what type of (laughs) what type of meditation do you do
2: uh, a very 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 personal type, but it starts with mindfulness. And but it's not defined by
1: like TM familiar. or anything like no, that. No,
2: I've never practiced TM, and if anything,
1: I like haven't either. I do I'm Vedic meditation.
2: Word like Vipassana like type stuff is like kind of the root, I guess, of like some of the stuff that I was like exposed to. But I've been, I, I've had the luxury, if anything, the big one of the few like real privileged things I think I had was like some good therapy time. And then also the time to just explore like different cultures and like how to deal with things. Everything from like primal scream therapy to using workouts to like recontextualizing things to being able to be like a really good spectator and observer of yourself and being able to synthesize your like everything like a little bit better, a little bit more carefully, being a little more generous with yourself and like everyone in the world, becoming like a really good best friend to yourself. Yeah. Fucking critical stuff here. I feel like, like
1: you're just only telling that to me.
2: Well, little, it's interesting. I did. I, I was saying it as like the core elements of what we're talking about for me. But when you said like I'm lazy, that's not going to happen. Well, word, word. But also, you are a really interesting and curious dude in your own right, and have a very interesting light and energy and presence to you. So uh, not to get too mystical or whatever. But it's like I'm you're getting, like afraid. Of s- you're afraid to jump. Off. No, you're afraid to jump off the cliff. But all you think of it, and you're you're like a great cliff diver. You were a born cliff diver, but you hate heights. <laughs> you feel like
0: you, you feel like you're getting new waved. No,
2: no, and I, that's where I am not. I am not in like any convert. No, I, I am literally only here to just share Where's my experiences. Where's Duran Duran? No, no, I'm only
1: here to share my experiences. No, no, that's it. It's like it's it's good. I like it. Word. Um. So so okay. So you did the clinical whatever DMT word. And then, and then, how was that? Like, how was that different? Well, what happened? F-
2: fundamentally different experience, and it was essentially like if I can, if I just have to cut it like into a couple sentences. F- it was the single most radical, like, overwhelming experience, like, of my life, like, phenomenologically, like, fi- feeling and sensorily. Yeah. Reality literally disintegrates around you. You go into a very, very, very like <sighs> eternal and intense and roaring and silent
1: space. Oh, so a coffin?
2: No, no, no. It You are like, and so like I guess where I could like explain it visually why I'd characterize it as like out of body was that at some point it felt as if you were falling forever and that like time slows down to an insane yeah. amount. But like my entire experience was probably three minutes in real time or something like that would equate to, I mean, it felt like months. Yeah, yeah. Like that, weeks that, or months. That's the
0: interesting thing weeks because because that's, I'm interested in trying this, but when I hear of people feeling like it took months, this few-second thing, I'm like, and, and some people feel like they get lost. I have I have anxiety, so I have a fear of, of getting trapped and, and whatnot. And I know I'd like to experience this, but I'm not mentally ready for it. I'm literally, and I, I'm really glad you say that but because
2: when, I approached this, look, I, I knew, I, I avoided psychedelics of all sorts for a long time not because i was worried about like my sanity or whatever it was that i knew there was a certain amount of preparation i wanted to do before it and all i can say is i knew i was ready and like if i wasn't ready i would have a very different story to tell i'm sure but my experience was like profound difficult and like very revelatory
1: seriously but how do you okay but how do you what okay it felt like months
2: yes or weeks Weeks more
1: accurately. What were you... What like? I mean, we did this thing on Rick and Morty where you play an entire life of a guy and then you come out and it's like this... Oh, fuck! Oh, shit! I didn't beat the high score. That was such an amazing episode. That experience, that coming out of it, felt like it
2: was... The... Ten seconds of coming out of it felt like it had taken probably... 30 minutes or an hour so recover <sighs> like regaining your breath and like oh, if i hadn't awful. had meditation and breath control it would have been a total nightmare yeah and but they, it wasn't awful it sounds not awful me.
1: not for me and then and like
2: literally I, I like knew i was doing again set and setting right. and knowing what you're doing yeah i was not taking this lightly i had like
1: you know i'd but did you – okay, so when you were in it, not yeah. when you were coming so, out, right. did you, like – were you conscious about things? Like, could you get work done? Like, I could if- see
2: the entire room around me. So, like, this was my thing. I was sitting down, and I had my hands on, like, two, like, armrests. And it li- it felt like that, like, that poster image of, like, the guy in, the, in like, the chair with his hair getting blown back <laughs> by the speakers. It felt like that, but, like <sighs> – like a wind and a gust that like comes out of nowhere and then just like blows your doors off and then from there it was i was still in like my like we'll call it first person mode or whatever and then i felt a, ver- a falling sensation and what felt for like a very 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 long time
1: so what we and used- then
2: finally you come at it. there was a point where it was almost like you were falling within seriously it felt like a chasm had entered like opened up within right you fell backwards past your eyes and inside and then at a certain point I had like fallen so far that I could essentially see myself see myself in third person. Mm-hmm. Uh in like a void almost. Did in, like, you have void any
0: void uh in, in 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 your whole experience of that
1: Wait, hang on, are you yeah, moving on. on? No no no. Well, I just wanted to know, like if you were there for weeks, falling, falling, falling for weeks. Days on the falling there part. There was more to it. I but mean, were you thinking that. like what? Like what was your what? Like what was your consciousness? Were you going like fuck? I, was, I really need. There to There was a that point where bill. I was
2: freaking out very early in just like the falling part. I was like freaking out, and I was really fortunate, I guess, and just like it, it was what it was. I wasn't going to do it alone. I had a very trusted, like just like good friend there that just like looked at me very sternly and was like, "Breathe. It's going to be okay."
1: So he's outside, kind of watching what you're doing. And then you're in this weird world where you're right. falling, he says. Breathe, right. And so that's like your consciousness, like you. you that's again you where I guess, like,
2: the, in all my research, I found it to be slightly unsophisticated in that they make a binary distinction between like your astrally projected soul, spirit, phenomenological experience, whatever that is. I would call okay. it like sense, memory, felt memory, like self, almost. Could you? And hear then your him? actual physical self. I'm saying my you, experiences have been more like translucent overlays where the opacity is turned down on the f- on right, one screen right and you can still see both and kind of choose which one you're kind of looking at and in that way it's this almost like confusing and also beautiful and intuitive 3d overlay like world when, when all when i, I want to know something?
1: is is if i have a screenplay that i'm working on and i'm like right. oh man this is going to be a really tough one this is going to take me months can i just take dmt and then like for that no, no, no. Weeks when I'm falling, just work through it and be like, okay, <laughs> well, no, 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 no. This saving might be time. Good, uh, this might be a good meeting with the guy Good. No,
2: time management. Work. You're gonna want to clear your schedule.
0: <laughs> um, when w- could you hear him say those things to you, or yes. was it? Yeah, you could. Yeah. When, when, uh, I mean, because basically, I was gonna ask the same question, Wade, that you asked, but um, um, uh, your uh perception of your. Reality. I know that that that. I mean, I guess what I'm trying to get to is if DMT is what we see. Let me tell you what my interpretation of DMT is. Sure. Is we have a physical self, our brain releases DMT to get our consciousness ready to go back into the non-physical reality. And so when you take DMT, not going through that here you are basically going into a non-physical reality but then you get to go back to a physical reality so i I, you know a lot of people put meaning to a lot of things and 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 i i'm not to discredit any of that but i'm saying that like you i feel had an experience that is to get your consciousness ready to be non-physical so what did you take from all of that did you gain anything
2: like Look, and this is the only reason I'm sharing this story. I had a lot of, like... I was questioning whether I shared it or not. Here's why I'm sharing it. It was was fundamentally profound. It was transformative. It totally made a black and white difference in knowing that there was a certain actual reality. That this was not some horse shit, snake oil fucking trick. There was actually 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 a deeper consciousness and thing and f- energy or force going on and i am total i was totally humbled by it i am only here to report that it was profound intense i was awed by it and that it is at bottom benevolent this is my rep- like seriously yeah. cuz this I, was like why i should it was like i don't know why that is And I think maybe part of it was like my preparation and the way I was like going into it. And again, that's where I say set and setting for everything, not just any psychedelic. But if you're getting ready for a race or what people say, it's not the reason I do yoga. I happened upon yoga because my girlfriend was a yoga instructor and we were crazy about each other and weren't leaving each other's side. The great Leah Davis, wonderful yogini and a writer. Anyway, we weren't leaving each other's side. She had to go to a yoga thing. I went with her and it was the single best combination of meditating and breathing and physical exertion i'd had since swimming and for a bunch of reasons swimming has just always felt like a job for a long time and i don't enjoy it yeah and i could get like the enjoyment that you could imagine getting out of swimming from yoga turns out yoga has a rich tradition in a lot of this stuff yeah look i'm not saying that's like co- i'm not saying like that's cosmic or synchronicity or a path I'm saying that's the reality of my experience. I'm a guy from Jersey. I root for the Jets. This was not my nobody goal challenged here. you. No, no, I'm, I'm just saying it was. It is to me as absurd and crazy, and I could never have predicted this path or that I'd be working with Dan, working on physiology well, right, as my main as my main like as my main like professional objective. Don't
1: count your blessings too soon. Well, look, <laughs> look here's here's what I'm
2: saying. Here's what I'm saying. Not everybody needs to take DMT to have this like be true, and to me, DMT was one pathway towards it. I I, I want to throw and this. It, it in It is there just too. to me an actual for sure granite cornerstone that I would stake my life on the fact that I know for a fact. I know for a fact that there is a consciousness or an existence that's at the very least beyond our normal temporal perceptions. Okay, I've, I've been because I've been there, not because my mommy told me about this. All right. Because I was fucking there, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. And let me let me ask do you that's one. Where it's, me, and that's let, where it gets tricky. Let me ask you about this. I don't know how to talk about this with somebody that hasn't um, been there. I, I think to a certain degree, I can only relate my very what like, my most truthful accounting of this. Yeah. I and, think anyway. I think DMT
0: is is hard because like you know LSD and acid, sure you can do those. Uh, psychedelics and have a good time. But DMT is not for the good time, psychedelic fun. No, no, no.
2: And, oh. so, and so, uh, uh, so, boom. And there's the alley-oop for you said, what was the takeaway from, from DMT? It was not that this is like a fun thing to do at a fish concert. My God uh-huh. almighty, how people come to this conclusion yeah. is... A, a, well, there's very a madness, rarely wait, a let me get thing to do here, at a fish concert. Right, uh, look, got, got, exact, <laughs> exactly. So he, my takeaway was this. That when I returned to my very humble meat suit here, my friends, yeah. I knew that th- that was not the uh, end-all be-all of the situation. And that I knew, essentially, that this meat suit's time was limited and that I had been fortunate enough to encounter some things that I knew for sure were good. I didn't give a fuck about what was wrong or bad. I gave lots of shits about like what was good and that I cared about and then i kind of redoubled my efforts on that at the time it was photography i was working you know i was in art school and taking photos for madison square garden and i went deep in photo i went deep in photo until there was some there was another thing going on that was just a calming okay. type feeling thing let
1: me just let me just say this yeah yeah I ordered lunch today okay i was walking to get it me and my buddy uh It's like in one of the scummier parts of Hollywood. I like it. I like it already. I like like it. Homeless encampments that have been built up around this baseball field. Okay. Which is like whatever. We don't eat at this restaurant because homeless people walk in all the time. And we're like, okay, well, if we don't want to be bothered by them, let's order it ahead of time. And then we'll pick it up and then we'll walk back. So we're walking on the way to get it. And there's this homeless lady like screaming. She's like pushing one of those carts. They always have carts for some reason. Yeah, it's useful for uh,
2: carrying around a lot of stuff.
1: Yeah, it was empty. <laughs> <laughs> she's uh, she's screaming. She's schizophrenic. <laughs> I'm sure she's screaming. My 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 sort of like uh uh uh, uh, uh fuck uh, uh, whatever. Uh, the 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 way that I've standardized handling those people is I just don't look at them. Because I don't want to, don't want to engage. I don't want to engage, and I don't want me to be the devil that they're screaming about. And so, if I don't look at them, then probably they'll just walk by. Okay. So I don't look at her. (laughs) Me and my buddy are talking. We get across the street after she passes us, and he goes, "What? She was? Why was that woman not wearing anything?" And I look back, and she's like fully naked. Pushing Whoa. a car fully naked, Whoa. and uh yo, the the reason I bring that up is because <laughs> the abyss, bro. <laughs> she thinks that that reality is real. Like she is in a world where she is doing okay. You know what I mean? Like she is existing. Again, I don't want to insult you by this, but is is there a is there a is there a possibility that like you had like. A psychotic break of some sort and that now everything after that is like this alternate reality that you believe
2: wow dude well i I, uh, that's a beautiful question like very pointedly asked and I, i like appreciate it here's my here's here's my like response when you have an experience you have a choice you either learn from it or you ignore it my experience in life is that ignoring the lessons that the universe or the world gives me is not good. If I'm able to integrate my experiences in a positive way, it has done bountiful, wonderful good to me. Right. I did those experience. I've had these experiences. And what they have brought me back to are essentially some pretty ancient fundamental truths that are like, our time it on earth here is limited because we're organic like mortal beings this is greek tragedy this is like greeks are dealing with this beautifully with like social works they're like creating like talk about psychogenic breaks the way they were getting around that was through catharsis and like functional like dramaturgical technologies look I don't think my experiences are for everybody, and I think when I came to that like conclusion and stopped having to figure out everything for everybody else, and just like kind of focus on what was really viscerally true for me, mm-hmm. it's been useful. Right. So here's what I'm saying on like the, have, did you have a psycho like a psycho like break? I don't think so, and here's why. My experiences led me back to very good fundamental values. If they had led me towards things that were like very much against like what I considered to be good, I would be in a real crisis, and I think other people have had that. Yeah. L- literally through practicing like astral projection or magic or whatever they're tricking themselves into thinking they're doing, whatever self-hypnosis whatever you want to call it. All I can say is whatever I came back with was literally from it was from the right side of things. It was right. from the light. And it came back with like Here it is serve serve you're here for your fucking other guys here was the very fundamental thing it was that we are interconnected that my fundamental dmt experience was that and if you want to get into just like what does it mean to be able to see third person and all of that i think for whatever reason i tapped into the universe and i was one with it for a second And then you can get the full-blown visual of, like, whatever it is. I'm not the first. I'm not the last. There's a million people that have it every day. Yeah. And I think that, like, when you tap into that source, I think that we have very limited uh, research experience and credibility in that department. That has not been our area of, 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 of research or, like, the trajectory of our academic and, you know intellectual community right, in the post-world war ii era because look, look let's face it folks uh, post-world war ii era is the first time that like we've been able to like wrangle with this at least in like anyway
1: yeah they didn't have so the that luxury. we would have they a militarized
2: we- scientific community looking into this if they wanted if like we wanted to
1: we have more of a luxury of like toiling with these things and also like we've right. we've 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 we've, we've we're a capitalist now and i don't think that's a bad word i'm not one of the guys who's like totally anti-capitalist i'm anti-crony capitalism but it's a whole nother thing um so i understand what you're saying um and it's interesting because like you're saying all of the same things that like lsd people will say where it's like interconnectivity. I mean Willie is all about that where it's like, oh we all if we were all concerned about everyone else, like if we all just like loved, I think that's what you like to say. If we loved each other, or if we I mean yeah. then like the world would be better. Um So I don't know. I mean it's just like it's uh depressing in a way because yeah. It's such an optimistic way to see things that will never, ever happen, you know, because you need everyone else to be on that same plane as you, and that's not going to happen.
0: Want
2: to know how you do it?
0: <laughs> Take the fluoride out of your water. <laughs> no, no,
2: no. That's my you answer. You want know on. how to fucking <laughs> do yes, it? Yes, please. Yes. You develop a space program where you get a couple of hardcore people who are all on the same pitch and you go and you terraform a motherfucking planet.
0: Yeah easier and, set and you than start that. your own
2: no i'm not kidding i'm not kidding about that well and I, that's even if you're how you kidding. do it you ask the question how would you do it i didn't say how you didn't say how could you do that easily you just asked how could you do that and you know what there's the answer because
0: there's, the, there's the answer and, and I'm, right. I, I'm not joking i'm agreeing with you because my yeah. my question has always been How do I choose who gets to go on my spaceship onto the next reality that I'm in charge of?
2: Yo, run your own rocket company, and then it's your problem. Don't be at the fucking beck and call of some guy that is going to pick you. You can't trust other people to make the right decisions. Yeah. Rule number one. So do your best here on Earth. Just you. How about clean up your side of the street first. Start the rocket company. Or, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? uh, that's the actual thing, and this is like if I have any problem with any, like, conspiratorial thinking is that we can almost let ourselves off the hook by being like, oh, but they yeah, don't want to keep it. Right. Right. Rather than becoming advocacy groups for real things. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like if we get all the Sasquatch peoples and all the ancient aliens people and everybody else to be on the same page that something else is going on, and then we all, like, pitch in on, like, the same, like, if we're all, like, warp drives. Yeah. I am just saying like that no, would be the like, actuality or my problem with conspiracy community is just the lack of utility and mobilization
1: well, just I pointing think, the
0: finger and and calling right. out the oh, negative Oh the
1: conspiracy theory loves to be victims the uh, conspiracy theory uh 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 theorists right. love to be victims that's what they want because they're Correct. because they're not happy and they're going like who can we blame this on and like what can it be about um not all of them. I'm not saying that. I think a lot of it is creative thinking and going like, "Oh, wouldn't it be fun if like uh Thor was actually an alien and he was here?" Uh, <laughs> or Bigfoot is a is an interdimensional traveler. Like that stuff is and, fun to think about. I think the ones who are actually going like, "The government is after me," and not like in the in the mental illness way. The the ones who are like honestly,
0: well, I mean, I'm just going to I'm just going to throw my two cents in on that, not to go too deep, but it's like when when you find out that your government actually was giving people lsd without their acknowledgement you know it's just like there's a weird thing that happens where my i think my biggest issue that i've had my whole life has always been who's in charge of me and power trips you know and it's like why power trips to me has been the most my biggest issue in life has been has been people power tripping on me, and then also people trying to have power over me, and 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 then so I you know, I, I grew up being so defensive. Whoa. I'm so defensive that you know we've had a wait we've listen man you're my best friend out here and we've had a few weird little arguments and and when I think about the cause of them, it's almost like I I, I just get so defensive bec- and and I'm like how could I think that. You could be attacking me. I'm glad that we had, we hashed that out because, right. because right. Um, I, I have this issue even, even with Shauna too. And it's like anybody close to me, it's like, I feel like they could be attacking me. But when I step back, I'm like, oh, my anxiety is bringing this on. I don't,
2: I don't get to just blame my anxiety. I'm just saying though that like, dude, let me, I think, let me pick. I think you're nailing a really beautiful point that I think we all have. And like when, when you were saying, wait, the lady who was screaming in the street didn't even know she was naked. Right. I think what conspiratorialists or like people who are into like whatever uh, mysticism or whatever you want to call it or any anything that goes beyond just normal everyday stuff, mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me. They are feeling like they have been stripped of clothing that is their birthright. So when you tell someone who has gone down the conspiratorial rabbit hole like that, like something isn't true. It's their birthright to have that. But by the same like way, if you ha- tell someone who's had like a UFO experience, an out of body experience, or like whatever, that that thing like isn't true, they're gonna feel like th- that. If you take that away from them, they will be like the screaming naked like person. Yeah. And what I'm saying is like there's a very interesting thing that there have been cultures where these like s- out of body experiences, mystical experiences were not aberrant. We're part of normal culture. Mm-hmm. We're normalized and ritualized to be right. effective and useful for like the community. And like I think that like in that way, if that's an alternate reality, the if we're stuck in this reality here where we don't have these rituals and we don't have this like mystic understanding of the cosmos, we are the people who have been stripped of like our clothes, our like birthright, mm-hmm. and that's why some people are screaming. Well, I think it like would be like the counter argument.
1: Yeah. It's another way to say, like, they don't have control. They want control. They don't have control. But
2: what about the people? All right. Yeah. I guess let's tie it into like this specific one. Cause I, I think that, like, for the out of body thing, I've just, I just know it just personally. I've had it. So, like, I've, and then that, like, get, lets me know it's true. That can't let you know the way that it's true. But I think it's, uh, man. No, sorry, no, no just, like, I get into a circle like
1: no, 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 like I think like, yeah, but it's well, shit. Yeah, it's a circle man, well, wait,
2: well, wait, 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 here's where it, here's where you tie it back in. This is why I've, I've never I was never involved in psychedelia or thought that that was like the path or whatever. I, and like one of those people kind of sketched me out. The, the question always comes back to like, well, it's just my experience and my trip, man. I think that's extremely selfish. And so like my thing is. I had these trips. Why they're useful, or why I would even share like these experiences with people, is that it made me aware of a life, a consciousness, and a potential beyond our just human body, which then was a key that opened the door to if this, then to a lot of stuff. Yeah. To a lot of stuff that I don't need to assign a sinister intent of like the man trying to keep me down. Yo. Wisdom gets lost for a million
1: reasons. But you know what's funny about that is like the opposite side of it, the negative side of that sounds like schizophrenia, where it's like, if this, then the government is looking at me. You know what I mean? Like, Right. So it's, I don't know. I uh, I don't even know why I said that, because that wasn't even a point that I was trying to make, but it just was interesting to me that like... The- just Justification works for in In
0: both directions,
1: yeah, because I was thinking about like, oh, open your mind right, and then like let it let it like give your give you like meaning or whatever, but then it can easily go the wrong way, where then you are like blaming everybody for everything and going like well this is this is uh this is happening because the universe is causality. So, (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's like we can't tell. We can't tell everybody to. I don't know. It's like I here's let me throw
2: this at you. And maybe this was like an organizing principle of why I I like view both of those experiences for me as like positive or my interpretation with them. They were about coming back and getting into like action. It like like other experiences have not done for me. It was like it was exciting to be back in your skin and know that you essentially had like a destiny to track down that you were here like I don't know, I had an overwhelming experience with that,
0: yeah, you know the the best I've ever felt in my life, yeah. was after my last knee surgery because I got because of the morphine, well, I got put under you know and and then when I came back, right, I was so happy to be alive that There's, it, exactly. it was like the best I've ever felt I was hilarious, I was having a great time and like. Just high on life exactly and not that i expected to die i definitely had anxiety on it but i've also had five or six knee surgeries already so right i assumed i was gonna make it but right the feeling of being back felt so good i mean i mean ultimately um i i, I just feel like uh, and 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 this is me wrapping up my whatever i want to say about all this stuff you guys can take your turns too but like um um to me uh when i think about out-of-body experience. I I always think that, like, our own, whatever happens to us is so personal. And this is what makes politics hard. And this is what makes conversations hard. This is what makes, you know, everyone's got their own ticks, whatever. But I'm like, if you, I always come back to, if you want to fix the world, because I've always had this thing where I'm like, I need to fix the world. Not because there's anything wrong with it, but because I just feel like people aren't making decisions with the... um the rest of the universe in their in mind but uh uh if i make my decisions in such a way that i have the universe in mind if like then i just think things will work themselves i know that you can go fight your causes and do whatever but if i can treat my life the way i expect the way that i want everything to be what
1: is it act local thing global that's yeah. essentially yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only that, on a mental level. But,
0: but like, right. if we do have a connected consciousness, then that actually does work. Because if I learn something, if I learn things, then there's a chance that our connected consciousness will activate and other people will see it too. And so my goal is to learn from my own personal experiences, and just make sure that I live it, live life to the fullest. But all that means is that, like, when when you take moments, like, don't don't just turn away from them because it's easier. Like, honestly, I had one of those moments tonight, and I'm gonna, you know, w- w- with Shauna. Like, I I read Moose's story, and then and then I was like, all right, I gotta go, and then I could I could feel that that was just bad i didn't need to say that but my anxious mind was like okay next thing is i gotta get ready to go do this podcast and i knew that that affected shauna in such a way that it was like okay go do your life i'll be here with our boy you know just 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 the way that i treated that because i'm i just i say things that i don't need to say it's like man
2: i uh, you know i need to address this and 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 wait wait, wait. let me let me throw this out (laughs) then maybe we're only just getting to this what we're talking about with these out of body things and these like transcendent states is really like ego transcendence. Like all these thoughts that we like that come into our head, these anxieties, these what are they going to think? What's my what's going on with my kid? What's going on? Is my toilet leaking? They leave the thing. What's going on? What am I going to do in a month? Where's my paycheck coming? Oh my god, am I going to hit? Right? All that shit, okay? That is not you, man. That is not just that is that is us. That is your mind. And there's a lot more to you than just that. That shit is a prison. And what I'm saying is that these out-of-body experiences liberate you from that prison. And you realize that there's something else. And when you start doing mindfulness and meditation and mind-clearing type stuff, you literally just observe things. All right, This is not making shit happen. It's that you start to observe that your mind is what's filtering everything with your perceptions and thoughts. And when you
1: transcend that,
2: we're talking about another fucking ball game well and it but really okay, is like an apples but, and oranges almost but conversation
1: but there's transcending and then there's what willie was talking about which was oh he felt bad that he was gonna leave his kid and wife right and your counter to that was that's just your mind so is compassion not a part of the higher plane I mean like shouldn't he Shouldn't anxious
0: he... compassion though is how I take it is it like yeah I'll go away but I'll be back but like don't worry about it like don't stress out about it
1: well that but like you know only dogs stress out when you but tell wait, them wait, goodbye wait, let, me, let me just get something that, it,
2: <laughs> your mind's your mind though is different than your actions how you feel and like behave these thoughts that just like come and like berate once you start differentiating them like in your life and how they're useful or like not useful it's like he could, you're a good father by what you do right. and, what, and how you behave, not by how you stress. Right. And what like clearing your mind with that, of that clutter helps you do those actions better. That I'm saying when you come back from a meditative trip or a DMT trip or an out-of-body experience, you have cleared a significant amount of bullshit CPU space. A lot of things that don't matter or are actually clutter get cleared out. You get reprioritized in a way that isn't like, I am a zealot it's like it really is about loving and compassion right being like kind of there for like another person making beautiful things and like offering them to the community i just think that like i think that's like this higher level thing but it's real that's real but
1: i do think there's a helpfulness to neuroses because you're constantly you're constantly being uh, empathetic.
2: Here's what I'm saying too. And I think it's a beautiful element of this show. We need every single type of monkey there is. We need every single type of human there is. We need the one that's like, I think I heard a ghost. We need the one that's like, we need more water. We need the one that's like, I'm just taking care of my kids. Fucking shut up about the water this. We need everybody. We need all this. We need the guys standing on the roof of humanity with the key in their hand trying to to get
1: stuck by lightning. We need that guy. We need the guy that digs his grave. We need all of these guys. All these guys. To that point, how (laughs) And ladies. Let's go. But how do you – Okay, so to that point, then if you need all of these people that Willie is so concerned with everyone getting on the same page, then – like i think how- willie's
2: misguided on that and willie will save himself a lot of effort angst anxiety by not worrying about other people getting on the same page and just doing it because that's what this podcast is you're already just doing it don't focus take all the energy you're focusing on other people not getting it and just take first off take pride in getting the things that you do get and then just throw your love and support b- behind what exists in those realms that's the that's you are the you're you really are a special fucking human being and like you being worried about other people gets in your way that's all i'm saying and if you getting rid of that that's dude that's the whole secret because all it matters and it's this like weird thing and it's not solipsistic is that all you have control over is willie and willie is concerned about a lot of other shit especially other people getting on the same page before he takes off in the space shuttle fuck that you cannot be concerned in the re in the re-education of society program you can however be extremely concerned in the the rich investing of time attention and energy into like beautiful intense out there projects that are like on it that are on it that are already doing it or you make them or you make them or you make it or you thank you yeah
1: Thank you for telling him that. No, honestly. It's no, 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 what no. I've been trying it. to tell him for years.
2: <laughs> no, because here you want to know the truth of why that is? Because your spirit is too fucking delicate and beautiful and rare to cru- that okay. we can't we can't. All right. Hit, it gets crushed. Right. No, 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 that shit gets crushed to it's too much. It's too much at this point. No, no, no. no, no, no. I think no, no, you have no. uh, uh, bloated and also you've bloated also, his just uh, protect it. <laughs> just protect it and do shit like you do with fucking 101, like you do with this. You do things. You do things and you fucking take pride in it. You raise your banners high, and you march on. Seriously, that's why you got to be careful about the banners you raise. That's why fuck this bull, like fuck the Bigfoot thing. Don't waste your energy on the Bigfoot Uh. thing.
3: (laughs) Put your energy.
2: (laughs) I'm making a lot of Bigfoot enemies. No, No, but like, show yo, show out for consciousness. Like, do do whatever it is in Willie's life that like expands compassion and if that's like what you're into, or just weirdness. You're already expanding minds by exposing weirdness on real life sci-fi. This is a good capital G in expanding consciousness if that's your thing you're doing it keep doing it word all
1: right i'd like to thank our guest tony robbins for being here (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, (laughs) yeah um (laughs) yeah no this is really great and i feel like we could do this for four more hours my man um thank you for being here and uh, you know i think i don't know it's weird because like I feel like we all agree on everything. It's just a mat. it's a it's 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 you're coming at it from from different perspectives like I don't know maybe Donald Trump is like a dick or uh <laughs> insert political figure you don't like here right uh whoever you wanna hate but and, and at the end of the day, I think intelligent people and maybe non-intelligent people all sort of like have the same thing and it's just that they want camaraderie and this really goes back to the very first thing we talked about it was just like fandom and like community Mm -hmm. and i think that speaks to like this like all loving society that like willie wants and that like you know exists only doesn't yet uh so it's uh i you know what is what is progression is it doing a podcast for almost two hours and like <laughs> kind of yes ending each other into like agreeing on stuff that we already agreed on like i don't know <laughs> but um that's what we did so yep. maybe someone will enjoy it and thank you for being here you yeah, it's been an honor thanks for inviting me guys yeah uh, anytime, you can check anytime. out you guys you can are phenomenal. check out dave klein every <laughs> other day on Dan Harmon's uh, Instagram
2: yeah that's right that's right uh, at Dan Harmon on Instagram Are every you other there, day
1: like telling him to do stuff last time I watched it he was just on the treadmill oh yo something.
2: it's it's pretty wild yeah I've got him we do uh, we got him up to an all time personal record of 30 minutes on the lip that's what we call the elliptical so we got him 30, 30 minutes, minutes 30 minutes of cardio every other day oh, then we got him onto to his Tell me, me when you get to 45 no, tr- no we had to build. we had to start somewhere and dude he is doing a phenomenal
1: job you know what you gotta do put on bad cw shows oh dude he's got a playlist he's got an amazing playlist TV you got dmx the on there tv is the you answer
2: running down the dream you got a music, lot of music great is
1: stuff. no no oh, put, yeah. a, put on the flash or the arrow you all can right. you can zoom through all 30 right. minutes all
2: right well i think we're gonna be i'm gonna try to introduce a request section because we need to we're bumping up his time does next he need week. lyrics I mean, yo, I, I would love to introduce a freestyling section. It's, like, actually a weird Oh, no, no, no. I, mean like, I like oh, yeah. a lot of music without lyrics.
0: I'm wondering if... Uh... Oh,
2: well, at the end, so this is what gets into it, I got him into, like, a stretching routine after the thing, and so he has his, quote, stretching music, which is a relaxation for dogs exercise. Right.
1: <laughs> or album, rather. Do you, you have so, anything yeah. that you would, you would want to plug outside of that? Like, you're a photographer, you're a yoga guy.
2: Yeah, I mean... uh I'm, I'm, uh,
1: you got a Twitter or anything? Like,
2: yeah, my Instagram is real Dave Klein, and my name's Dave, last name Klein, K L I N E. And, uh, you know, I'm just <laughs> right now, my job is working for Dan Harmon, and it's a full time job, and it's a beautiful thing. Uh, but I'm open to a lot of things. I got a creative background, and I got a thirsty, uh, thirsty heart that loves the universe.
1: Yeah, okay, weird plug. Hello,
0: <laughs> <I laughs> Willie. uh really bad oh hey listen robotic willie roberts willie with a y on youtube this probably won't make it in time but i need a thousand subscribers by the end of the month so that i can continue to be a youtube partner not that that even matters i'm up for that okay but uh if i don't get it then whatever
1: i don't know if we're even releasing this
0: we're, we're not going to i'm just so upset about fucking youtube right now
1: what do you need to be a partner for i get checks what it, what's the highest check you've gotten? Probably thirty-four cents. Yeah. Yeah. But it they come like every week. Yeah. Sounds like something. They come every definitely. week, don't they? <laughs> yeah. That's right.
2: That's the universe letting you know you're doing a thing, a real thing <laughs> out in the universe. Yo, there's uh, the best that those thirty so four cents mean something. <laughs> they right.
1: mean something. Well, thanks for listening everybody. We're gonna try and figure out our network situation soon. I don't know. I don't even know why I'm saying this because no one's hearing it. We're gonna drop all these episodes at the same time. I don't know if, if we, if you know that, like, Dave, if you know that we don't even, like, release these at this point. <laughs> you've basically just talked for two hours for no reason. Like, this is just going onto a hard drive.
2: No, there was a reason, and I'm very, very, very happy to have been here. All right. Thank you <laughs> yeah, for being here. For sure. And
1: uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And remember, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not after you. <laughs> Bye.